Hey gang, it's Harlan Williams. Not this isn't uh, techno Tarzan. No, um, it's Harlan Williams. How are you? Welcome to the Highway, the Harland Highway. This is my podcast, and uh, thank you for being here. What a show we have today! Uh, my goodness, uh, really cool um, guest on the show today. We're going to be talking to uh, a military figure. Uh, we have a call-in from a uh, serious uh, military personnel, uh, a ranking uh, member of the uh, United States military. is going to help us put this, this whole Iraq thing into perspective. As you know, the, uh, the country of Iraq is starting to collapse. All the, uh, all the good work or bad work, depending on how you look at it, that was done over there to try and help those people uh, live a life of freedom and democracy is starting to cave in. We're going to get some perspective from someone who was on the ground in the uh, war arena over there, the theater of war. Also, I'm going to tell you about my uh, trip to uh, Europe, uh, some fun times, Ireland, France, Paris, Rome, and uh, I'm going to play some uh, live stand-up comedy uh, of me from when I was in another country. It's a little different, but then again, so is this podcast, the Harland Highway. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. I am out here for you. You don't know what it's like to be me out here for you. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit drinking. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> what was it we had for dinner tonight? Well, we had a choice, steak, fish. Yes, yes, I remember. I had lasagna. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? It's like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. Got a thought for Samantha thing to say. Welcome to the Harland Highway. Picked the wrong week to quit sniffing blue. Sweet mother of Mitra. Oh, what uh, what a uh, treat. I got to tell you about my uh, road trip out into uh, Europe. And uh, boy, oh boy, what a, what a treat. What a treat. I told you guys, uh, I guess a few weeks back, that I was heading over to the other side of the pond, as they call it. Although I don't, I don't really know why they call the uh, the vast, deep, turbulent ocean a pond. I mean, I get, I get it's kind of a catchphrase, but it's anything but a pond. Okay, when you have giant whales and sharks living in your liquid environment, that ain't no pond. Now, the ocean was full of koi fish. Okay, even giant ones. Pond, but it ain't no pond. Um, so I fly over and uh, I land in uh, Ireland. I land in Dublin, and uh, I end up doing this comedy festival there. And uh, what a what a great little uh, town! It's called Kilkenny, and there's all kinds of comedians there from all over the world. And uh, it's one of those kind of kind of uh, what do you what do you want to call it? More of a guerrilla style comedy festival. Like the, there's no real big giant ballroom. It's it's like. One day you're doing a show in a hotel ballroom. The other day you're doing a show in a, uh, you know, a, a little coffee shop. Then you're doing one in a tent. Then you're doing one at a bar. So there's no big giant 
theater, so to speak, but just all these little spots, and they, the festival moves you around night by night to different spots. And it's a lot of fun, man. And it's it's difficult because you're adjusting to a different culture. Uh, the reference points are not the same. You know, you have to you have to drop out a bunch of your material because they won't get the references, or you know, your references may be more vague over there. And so, um, what I would try to do too is is write fresh material just for being in uh, Ireland. So what I thought I would do is, uh, while I was over there, I'd record one of my sets and uh, and bring it back and let you guys hear it. Uh, and uh, here it is. You know, I, I, I the first, like, little bit of this whole set is all, like, kind of Irish references. And, um, you know, I was commenting on everything from the, uh, well, I'll let you listen to it. And, uh, and uh, you can uh, judge for yourself. So here's me. Uh, going on stage under the name Sarah Silverman, because, you know, I told you that's what I do. I like to go up by goofy names. So I get introduced to Sarah Silverman from New York, and uh, here's kind of some of my Irish material. Sir, I can see it in your tortured eyes. 
And uh, I get the broken car, sure as hell. Isn't that always our fear, man? You get the last car, and you gee, why scratch, scratch your uh, puffed up temple? Uh, why did I get the last car? Uh, surprise, it's broken. Okay, man? I, uh, I look in the damn window, some fucking asshole at the manufacturer uh, put the steering wheel on the wrong side. <laughs> And uh, now my neck's all fucked up, because I'm like, I don't want to be a, a road hazard. So I drive from Dublin all the way to Kilcarney here in reverse. <laughs> and uh, what an outing it was. I passed through fields of glory, uh, dairy areas, uh, wonderful uh, butter churning communities. And I, I'm a city girl. I'm, you know, I'm from New York. Uh, well, I uh, didn't come here to engage with a pervert, sir. I came here to do, uh, give the gang, uh, the Chill Carney gang, a few chuckles. Uh, if you were envisioning me, uh, you know, putting a thing of sandpaper in my hand and jacking you off later, it ain't happening, tough guy. This guy over here likes to get masturbated with sandpaper. This guy over here, fucking uh, whistling Jim O'Reilly over here. <laughs> Man, if you could sit down, I hope there's no uh, remnants. What's the day? Because you're all about to get hit by a giant wall of cauliflower stack. <laughs> so I'm driving backwards from Kilk, uh, Dublin down to Kilclarney here. And uh, I see things I've never seen as a city girl. I've never seen uh, country folk stuff. And I see cows for the first time in my life, apple, crisp, hair, willy. Um, <laughs> I see these cows, and then I see these other smaller things, and uh, I found out later, man, that they're called sheep. But what I thought they were, there, I thought they were like midget cows with afros. <laughs> uh, and then God bless each and every one of you with a uh, $20 shillelagh uh, stick. Uh, I roll into this magical kingdom here. They call Kilcarney, and I'm... As an American, I've never felt more at home because the first part of your town has the word kill in it. And I'm thinking, yeah, this feels real American here. Kill? Okay, when someone kills, you don't know what kill is. Wow, man, I'm just going to move right on and pretend I didn't hear that giant wall of silence happen. Uh, so I get into Kilcarney, and what a magical uh, place, buddy. Castles, uh, rivers, sir, bridges, man, over here on the side here, bridges. It's just one of the most magical places I've ever seen. I swear yesterday, in the moonlight, just in the right moonlight, sir, I was walking home, I looked down an alley, and sure as uh, hell, I saw Shrek taking a dump. <laughs> uh, hurlers everywhere you look. 
I love the hurlers. Uh, everywhere you look, there's a hurler. I saw one in front of the pub right out here last night. There's another guy hurling in the alleyway <laughs> over here. A little bag hurling on the church steps. And what a treat with all the vomit everywhere. It's such a pleasure. You don't have to walk home at night. You can literally take your top off, get a good run going, get down on your stomach and just slide like an otter. You just slide like an otter all the way to your hotel, gang. Uh, the metric system, not working for me, gang. Uh, you know, I'm used to uh, pounds and uh, miles, quarts. I don't know, ma'am. I don't know the metric system. I went into a grocery store yesterday and bought nine kilometers of milk. <laughs> I did the math yesterday. I walked 7,329,000 millimeters yesterday. I should have my legs amputated, okay? Who walks that far? This was from here back to my hotel, okay? I'm glad you're not laughing because leg amputation isn't funny. <laughs> and then lastly, folks, and then I'm going to break into my routine. <laughs> The plugs, okay, when you plug something into the wall, gang, I mean, these are the biggest goddamn plugs I've ever seen in my life. I had to call a contractor just to plug in the hairdryer. I needed a permit to plug this giant three-pronged fucking Freddy Krueger hairdryer into the wall. I was afraid, I pictured I turned on the hairdryer and it was drawing so much power that Paris just went, Okay, folks, this is a festival. You're supposed to be laughing. I don't know if you've ever been to a festival before. How are you, guy? You having fun? Well, here's a clue. You might want to fucking laugh. <laughs> It's a comedy festival, not a I'm depressed, I'm going to jump off the kill clangy bridge over here. <laughs> I went to KFC up here. You ever been up to KFC, buddy, when you're not busy out in the fields rolling around with uh, fucking lemon oil and hazelnuts all over your fucking twat, huh? <laughs> this guy right here rolls around in fields covered in hazelnut and uh, lemon oil. Crazy. I come to do a festival on the other side of I get this fucking nut. <laughs> I want to know if there's any single guys here tonight. Any single dudes? Because love seems to be not really working here tonight. <laughs> single dudes? Yeah. Are you single, buddy? How long have you been single, kid? Six months. Six months? How come? Bad breakup? What happened, guy? Can you share with the friend? I broke up with her. You broke up with her. Liar. Watch, dude. She's three rows behind you. By the way, thanks for being here. I just got the biggest laugh of the night. <laughs>
don't dare all of you for that. <laughs> What's that, buddy? You want some jokes? I'm not here to do jokes. This is a comedy festival, not a joke festival. If I wanted to do jokes, I'd whip out your car. <laughs> Okay, so there it is. There it is. There's me, uh, you know, doing the comedy festival thing. And, um, you know, what? one of the things I tried to do is um, for, for the folks there is do some local references and let them know that I'm not just coming over and doing my act that I have in a can. I mean, I shortened this clip down. I, You know, after this last joke I did, I ended up going into my more, you know, traditional stuff to give them more of a rounded show, but it was kind of a gesture to say, hey, I'm in your town, this is a festival, you know, I'm not just going to do the same old stuff I've been doing, I'm going to make the effort and write some stuff for you locals, you know, and, uh, you know, it's scary. I mean, that was literally the the stuff you heard there was like the first time you, you know, I ever did it. And that's probably why the pacing's a little bit slow, but you know what, I made the effort for the folks, and, uh, you know, it didn't kill, but... I had fun doing it, and it was like kind of a gesture to them to say, hey, I'm acknowledging your town, your culture, your country, your heritage, you know, all this stuff. And uh, and I, I don't know if you caught, I did one joke about hurling. I like the hurling everywhere. Well, hurling is a sport over there. They, they have a stick. It looks like a field hockey stick. And they hit what looks like a hardball, an American hardball around, and it's a hugely popular sport, and it's called hurling. And the, you see tons of the kids walking all over the town and the city with their hurling sticks. So I kind of did a spin on hurling uh, the sport versus hurling people vomiting. And uh, one of the jokes I made was that, you know, there's vomit everywhere, and you can slide home on your belly like an otter, which is true. Uh, the streets at night were crazy. I'll play you a clip of that uh, in a future show. But I recorded myself walking home one night, and the streets are filled with drunks. The Irish love to drink, especially in a small town when there's only, like, three roads. And uh, everyone's out on a Saturday night getting hammered, and people are puking on the sidewalk. And, oh, it's, it's messy. But it seems good-natured. They have fun. And then right at the end of this clip... There was some guy, some older guy in the front row off to my right wearing like a cranberry sweater. And uh, he made a comment at the end. He goes, uh, well, I'm waiting for your jokes. And, he, you know, he tried to heckle me and I pulled the old, well, if I wanted to do jokes, I'd pull out your cock. You know, I got a little dirty there. But, you know, when you're, when you're up there alone uh, against a room, you, you got you to gotta think of anything to, to be in charge, right? So... I humiliated that guy. I shut him down pretty good, as you could hear from the crowd. And I think he was kind of doing it in fun. It didn't sound, it didn't look like he was trying to be malicious. But uh, if he was, it's like, come on, dude. I'm I'm doing a set for you. You know, like I said, I I took the extra effort to write brand new material for for your town, for your city, and uh, you know, it's fun for me too because it's an experiment. It's hard. It's it's tense. It's hard to come up with a lot of brand new jokes like that quickly. 
And so I felt good about it. You know, like I said, it wasn't killer, but it, it's kind of a fun exercise in forcing yourself to, uh, you know, stand up in front of a room and be fresh. And as you can hear, I did it right out of the gate. I didn't wait to layer the, the new material in. I did it like right out of the blocks. And uh, there were a few horrible quiet patches, but that's that's the horror. That's the pain of being vulnerable when you do stand-up comedy. So hope you enjoyed that. And, uh, Rod, just play a commercial and let's uh, get on with some more of the show here. Okay, Mom. Which hand has the newest idea in douches? Wrong. Two Mass and Gill vinegar and water douches? Right. New extra cleansing and extra mild. Now we have a choice of Mass and Gill freshness. What's the difference? New extra cleansing. The only vinegar and water with PuraClean. PuraClean? For effective cleansing. And extra mild. The only douche with no additives. I've always trusted Mass and Gill. Extra mild for me. I choose extra cleansing. Trust Mass and Gill, the leader for 73 years. Okay, well, uh, I've been informed that we have a very uh, special guest uh, in, in on the line today, Roger. Uh, Roger's holding up. Yeah, we've got him on line four. Fantastic. Okay, this is important, folks. Um very recently, in the last uh, days here, the last weeks, there the, the, the situation in Iraq has been dissolving. All the hard work that was done over 11 years, uh, the whole Iraq war to stabilize that country, the, 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 the tapestry's coming undone. The, the thing's unfolding at the seams, and uh, it, it, it's a bit tragic. It's a bit hard to watch. Uh, terrorist uh, groups are moving in. And uh, taking over the, the country that uh, we we worked so hard to try and stabilize, and uh, I guess to give us some perspective, uh, we have a uh, a man uh, from the military. This is a man who's uh, made a career out of being in the military, has had a firsthand look, boots on the ground, uh, a man who's been in the action, in the theater of war, as they say. And uh, let's get to him right now. This this should be fascinating to uh, get a uh, a look at uh, what's happening in Iraq and, more importantly, where is it all going to go. Okay, so I guess we have uh, Major Tom uh, Dowdy here from Camp Pendleton in uh, Southern California. Um, and uh, let's see if he can give us some perspective on uh, these new developments in Iraq, which are, uh, you know, very unfortunate. Uh, hello, Major Major uh, Tom. Uh, yeah, hello. Yeah, this is Harlan Williams. I'm sorry, sir. Harlan Williams at the Harlan Highway. Affirmative. Got that. Thank you, sir. Uh, now, Major Tom... Uh, if I could correct you, it's uh, Lieutenant Colonel Major Tom Dowdy. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel uh, Major Tom Dowdy? Yes, sir. Admiral uh, Lieutenant Colonel Major Tom uh, Dowdy. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Major Tom Dowdy. Yes, that's Corporal Lieutenant Sergeant Major, uh, you, you know, you fill in the blanks. Um, okay, uh, sir, uh... Well, I don't, I don't think this is a laughing matter, sir, if I may be blunt right out of the gate. Uh, absolutely, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Captain, uh, Majorette. I'm sorry? Uh, sir, can we just jump right to the, uh, the, the, the problem at hand here? Well, I don't, I don't know why you're... <laughs> sir, are you okay? 
Sir? <laughs> sir? Hello? Sir? Why Are you laughing? <laughs> sir? No, I'm not laughing, sir. Okay, I'm clearing my throat. I have napalm. Okay, I have napalm long. I was in Vietnam in uh, 1961. Uh, I, I, I suffered from napalm uh, gases in my uh, l- 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 lung system. I'm sorry to hear that, sir. So if I tap out for a few minutes, uh, that's just me trying to catch my breath there, sir. Understood, uh, Corporal. Thank you, sir. Now, let's get to Iraq. Yes, please. Let's get to Iraq. I mean, this is uh, a total collapse of the infrastructure of this uh, this Middle Eastern country, is it not? Absolutely, sir. You hit the nail on the head. It is a 100% collapse. It is a 100% reversal of all the U.S. military efforts in that region uh, over the last 11, 12 years. A, let me say it again, sir, a total collapse. It really is. I mean, uh, you know, it, it looked like there was a little stability in the region. Uh, Obama pulls out the, the last remaining troops. A giant error, sir. Oh, so you don't agree with uh, President Obama's decision to remove uh, the final troops out of uh, Iraq? Absolutely. That was uh, that was like pulling the plug in the bottom of a boat, and the water just slowly starts coming in. Can you feel it? I just pulled the plug. Can you feel the water coming in? Sir, are you okay? Quiet, please. I'm doing it. The water's coming in. Okay, sir, you sound like Darth Vader. I'm sorry, sir. Sir, what? Why? Why is this happening in Iraq? I think our listeners want to know uh, why. Why the uh, insurgents, uh, the the uh, the terrorists, are are coming back into the streets, into the towns, and uh, reclaiming. Uh, this territory. Well, you see, this thing was wrong, wrong, wrong right out of the gate. Okay. Uh, we went into a culture where uh, this culture is defined by a deep, deep history of uh, religion and customs. And uh, we went in there and tried to shake that system up. We tried to impose a democratic, Americanized style of life, of day-to-day living, with a culture that is so entrenched in their methodology, in their way of life, that it was doomed right out of the gate, sir. It was like trying to line up a moose in the scope of your rifle, pull the trigger, through the moose's head. Sir, are you having some of the, that napalm breathing stuff? Yes, I am, sir. I, mean, I, I told you I have some uh, issues with my lungs. I was in Vietnam. Now, if you want to talk about a war, okay, now that was a war. Well, I think we better just stick with uh, what's happening in Iraq. So, 
we, we got it that, that the uh, culture uh, the culture that they have versus the culture we have, they're, they're just never going to be married together. That's right. They're never, ever going to work, okay? We could go in there a hundred more times and do exactly what we did and give up all kinds of American blood and treasure. And I'll tell you what, it's just a matter of days, months, weeks, years before those people get right back to business and falling into line. Okay, you hear me, sir? Falling into line. I said, do you hear me, sir? Yeah, yes, I. what are you saying? I said, falling into line. Are you saying falling into line? That's what I said, these people falling into line. Hello? Yes, yes, I, I, I hear you saying falling into line. Okay, well, you need to acknowledge me. When I, when I say something, I need to hear. See, part of being in the military is about communication, okay? And if, if people don't communicate, that's when a soldier gets hurt, okay? That's when an IUD blows a leg so high into the air that a fucking crow could slam into it in the middle of a cloud. Are you hearing me? Uh, sir, I'd appreciate you not to use the blue language. I do apologize. Now, let's get back to Iraq. Yeah, well, what is the solution here now? Because Obama's said that he's not going to send in new troops. He's not going to put soldiers on the ground. How does this thing resolve itself? That's where I'm getting at, and this is a tragedy. Okay, this is a real tragedy. This thing doesn't resolve itself. Okay? Mr. Williams, is that your name? Yes, uh, Harlan Williams. Mr. Holland Williams, this thing is like a carousel at a carnival. Have you ever been on one of them there merry-go-rounds? Uh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, the horses. And they go round and round in a circle. They got this contraption there. They call it a merry-go-round. Um, yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I... Excuse me, sir, you're sounding a little creepy. I told you I've got napalm long, okay? Now, if I need to take a few deep breaths... I know, but it sounds like maybe you're doing it a bit longer on purpose, and it's a little eerie. It's, it's, it's creeping me out, if I may be honest, sir. Well, excuse me for serving my country in Vietnam, sir. Excuse me for wandering through the jungles of napalm, where I got gooks shooting at me one side, I got army ants crawling up my goddamn legs, and I got fucking rice paper bombs going on under my my platoon's fucking feet. Now, I'm sorry if I'm breathing a little hard for trying to stand up for your goddamn liberty, son. Um, okay, look, I'm sorry. Can we just... Keep moving on with Iraq. Absolutely. How do, does this thing end? What, what's the exit strategy? What, what, what's the end game? There is no end game. That's what I'm trying to tell you. This thing just keeps going around and around like a merry-go-round, okay? You're going to go around in a circle. 
And even when that motor burns out on that merry-go-round, the wind's gonna get behind the asses of some of them fucking horses and some of them fucking panda bears and some of them fucking plastic elephants, all them fucking crazy critters that make up a merry-go-round. And somewhere, somehow, a wind's gonna blow out of the east or the west or the north or the south. And that wind's gonna get right up those little furry critters' assholes and start blowing them. And when the wind blows the critters' asses, that merry-go-round starts moving incrementally, very slowly. Okay, sir. Okay, I, I think this is really creeping me out. I'm sorry. You know how many nights I laid awake in the jungle, okay, with poison scorpions crawling over my chest, and I have to hold my breath because I can hear seven gooks crawling through the underbrush not more than 30 feet away from me, and I had to paint my face with fucking animal feces just to blend into the dark earth on the jungle floor. And you're going to give me some lip because you got some kind of goddamn stupid-ass podcast? Is that what you're telling me? Well, I'll tell you what, citizen. Okay, sir, I, th- I think we're done here. I, I want to thank you for your time. I want to thank you for your service above and beyond everything else. And hopefully as this uh, this situation in Iraq progresses, maybe we can have you back for more of your very, very unique and interesting perspective. Absolutely. That would be my pleasure. My name's Major Tom Captain, Lieutenant Corporal Tom Dowdy, and I am here standing on guard for your country and your liberty, sir. Well, uh, thank you, uh, Major uh, Corporal Lieutenant Colonel Tom Dowdy, uh, and we wish you all the best, and uh, we hope to talk to you again, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, God bless America. Thank you, sir. Roger, if you could hang up. Roger, hang up! Good Lord. Do, do we never get a guest that can just carry on a normal conversation, Roger? Where, where do you book these people? There's always some kind of demented twist to it. I, it's very frustrating for me to be the, the host of a, a podcast and, and try to get some kind of a serious dialogue going. And seems like everyone we we tap into is a little bit off. God, I apologize to the pavement pounders, my listeners. I mean, that's a serious topic, this whole Iraq debacle thing. And not to discredit Corporal Major, Staff Lieutenant, Sergeant Dowdy, but just, you know, whatever. I'm going to leave it there, but let's, let's, let's end the show on that. I'm a little flustered. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, well, I hope you had a good time, folks. Uh, I'm going to give you more updates on my uh, trip to Europe. 
I have a lot more stories to tell. That was kind of the opening leg uh, that I kind of introduced you to, the uh, Irish angle there. And then from there, I ended up going down to uh, France then Paris and uh, got into uh, some rental car problems that uh, I think you'll find amusing and so on and so forth. Uh, so there you go. Um Let's let's close the uh, highway up here. Let's put up the roadblocks, shut her down. Um, let's do a few announcements before I go. If you want to see me uh, do stand-up, it's one of my few summer appearances. I'm going to be at the Pittsburgh uh, Comedy Festival in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on uh, one night only. It's uh, Friday, June 27th. And uh, what a show we're going to have. It's uh, Brian Callum and a bunch of great comics doing this one big theater show. Just go to harlanwilliams.com and click on my stand-up schedule. You'll see it. And uh, get your tickets because from, from what I hear, they are pretty near sold out or getting close. And it's still a few weeks out. So get in there and grab your tickets if you want to be part of this amazing uh, stand-up show. Okay? Okay. Drugs are bad. Okay. Um, and then what else? Uh, check out the store, harlowilliams.com merch store. We have t-shirts, uh, DVDs, books, artwork, you name it. It's all stuffed in there. Uh, please go to my uh, YouTube uh, channel. You can subscribe to it for free right at the website at harlowilliams.com. And every time I put out a new video, uh, you get to see it. You're the first in line. I just put a new one out last week for my 60-second talk show where I interviewed one of those old-style big-screen televisions. And uh, I believe uh, I believe uh, I have one up there now, too, a, uh, an interview with a chocolate bar wrapper, which is just very compelling. Uh, so click on my YouTube subscription button uh, right there on my homepage. And uh, you'll be the first to see this stuff. Also, uh, if you want to send me an email, you know I read them on the air. So uh, write me, harlanwilliams.com. Or if you want to leave me a voice message, always a treat, 323-739-4330. That's 323-739-4330. So there you go, man. Good times. Uh, Thanks for being here. Tell your friends to get on the highway. And until next time, everybody, chicken chow mein, baby.